drop the four, drop the two, keep the survivor, add the buffs because we are. We're here. We're ready back. to recap. Man, our recaps last season, you know, we were recapping 41. All that went real well. And I'm excited that, you know, me and you have uh, another reason to spend an hour with each other and recap episodes <laughs> of Survivor. Absolutely. And what a better way to start than by rubbing in the fact that we were right. Jackson was getting kicked off. We caught it. We caught it before the leaks even came out, guys. To be fair, I do want to point out, we said... There would be a medivac. We did, we did, pre and that was not a spoiler. I want to, I want, if you think that we spoiled that there being a <laughs> medivac on, on this season, go back and watch our recaps last season when we said the exact same thing about Sydney and we're completely <laughs> wrong. But this right. time we were like, you know what? We're going to stick with it. We're going to actually try to say there's a medivac. I told Adam, I was like, I saw on Reddit that there is a medivac, like a rumor. So I was like, let's let's amplify the rumor. And it ended right. up working out. Now we look really smart. And then um, I think it was Ricard who told us. Um, and, and Ricard told us, like, when we when we were hanging we hung out with him, and he was like, I have no spoilers, except I did hear something big happens in the first episode. Did you guys hear this too? And we were like, no, we didn't hear this at all. And later on in the conversation, he was like, did you guys hear about the potential medevac? So we kind of put two and two together. But is it a medevac? Is it a a, a kickout? Is it? It's uh, it's kind of it's kind of hard to classify that. It's kind of because obviously a terrible situation with. I I would kind of classify that as a gray area because usually a medivac is due to something that happens in the game. But as yeah. you guys saw in the episode. Um, this wasn't something that happened in the game. This was the result of not disclosing medical information. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. He didn't quit. I definitely would not classify it as a quit. No, it's not a quit. It's not a quit. But it's also I think... not... You're right, though. It's not entirely a medivac. It's a crappy situation is what it is. Because but... if it's a quit, to me, a quit would mean that the person who left wanted to leave. I don't think Jackson wanted to leave. I think it was uh, all no, production. Not. All right. production. Which, but I don't think it was a med evac because he wasn't evacuated. You know, he, he wasn't. There was no uh, hurry. There was no sense of urgency. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. So, so I. So honestly, yeah. I, I consider it to be he was kicked off, but not in the sense of like when Dan was kicked off. When it was like, you know, I, I don't think. Yeah, terrible. Like, I don't think Jackson did anything wrong. I, I, I was talking to Peridium actually right before we went live. Um, what I told him was, in my opinion, I don't think Jackson did anything wrong. I just think he had a decision and he made the wrong decision. You know, that's how I look at it. It's a good way to look on it, and I'm certainly not going to harp on it too much because it's just a very sensitive subject, and it's, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, but... Um, I also don't think happened, we got... Was, yeah. I, I yeah. also don't think we got, like, all the information, which, I mean... That's I what just... I was about to say. I was like, Jeff was like, I was going to be veiled about this, like, you're just done, like, that's it, and... Right. But no. Because I Jackson's don't... I... a pretty honest guy. 
Yeah, it, it was the one part because me and uh, me and Gideon went to uh, Wendell's um, New York City uh, premiere party, which was great. Had a great time there. Wendell, if you're watching this, thanks. Uh, thanks for hosting that. And and um, we met a couple fans of the show there. So for everyone that we met there, thank you so much um, for watching. The one moment we actually like were able to sort of watch was 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 that it was like the one time when the whole club was silent yeah every it was weird because you know like we're watching this in this rave club or whatever and uh <laughs> yeah but like and everybody's talking the whole time you know women all over xander all the all that oh, good stuff and all night long all night long and you know when that happened though I, I i know i tapped you on the shoulder i was like bro what the frick's going on right <laughs> because because i i looked away from the tv and i looked back up and obviously Jeff is sitting down with another castaway, and in my head I'm like, okay, like, something's happening. Something's happening. So I, I I tried to tune in. I was seeing things about lithium, and I was like, what is that? And it was like, and then right. it was like, oh, it's like a you know whatever, and you got kicked off the show for it. And everybody, you know, it was a crappy situation. However, I wanted to ask you because of Jackson's medivac, we got a lot longer of uh and uh, longer coverage of those three days right uh, or however long it was did you feel right. like it was too long or did you feel like it was adequately ad adequately paced for those no i liked it i liked it a lot and i know um ricard the i can keep bringing up his name but uh he tweeted and was like oh if i had an hourglass i wish i could smash it and go back and tell the editors to um show us more around camp because like the first episode of 41 was very much so straight crazy. To strategy. Yeah, hectic, all strategy. This one you actually got to see. Um, I mean, not that there wasn't any strategy, but you definitely got to see them meeting each other. You know, the classic like, hey, let's gather in a circle, say our name, our ages, what we do. I, you know. I, I do feel like these group of castaways is more focused on the social game as opposed to the season mm. 41 cast, which was more focused on strategy, even though the person that ended up being the most social won the game. But, you know, um, I feel I feel like this cast is more like, which, I mean, in my opinion, the social game is the most important part. Mm -hmm. So props to 42 cast. But yeah, I do feel like it's more of like the, can we work together? Because, you know, right off the bat, you know, as soon as the episode, as soon as they get on the beach... We're seeing these different cliques form, especially with uh, yeah. Vati, was it, and like, and the Blue Tribe, and they're dividing yes. off into young and old, and you know, I, I did kind of miss seeing cliques form because of social connections, not because of strategic desperation. Right. Yeah. Um, which you know is is the reason that they put certain people together. You know, like they'll put a mom and a dad type together on a tribe because it's like, oh, let's see if they'll you know, form a mom, dad, like bond, obviously not romantically, but, um, I was looking at, a uh, Christian saying, uh, Jenny and Tree of the dark horses. Yeah. If you guys are watching live, tell us like your thoughts on the episode. If you guys have any questions for us, um, we're, we're one thing we're going to try to do this season is, uh, interact with you guys, um, more during the show. Uh, let's hope we can pronounce Drea. And is it Maria or Myra? Because I swear I heard like three people say Myra. But I think it is Maria. I think it is M-A-R-Y. 
right? Yeah. I think I think it's Mario, right? I gotta re-Google it. Let's see. It's whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, bro. Mario. It, it is Mario. It is Mario. Okay. Dang. Look at us. Pronouncing names right. Who would have thought? Yes. Seems like just yesterday we accidentally said Genie was a man. Oh. Because Iconic. we were so veiled. Uh... <laughs> At the Survivor 41 cast, we didn't know who people were. Apparently, it's Mariah. Oh, okay. That actually does make sense. Mariah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, hated that Zach went home. We'll get into Zach. We'll get into that later on for sure. Um, but this one, I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, no matter how many twists are thrown at the uh, – Adrian says how many – no matter how many twists are thrown at the cast, this season is going to have some players that are going to work around or use it to their advantage as far as advantages goes i do like that um they are showing what advantages there are before they're found and also where they are because it builds uh suspense it's like oh who's gonna find that one or how's that one gonna be used i don't like them showing people finding advantages before it actually happens like they showed what was it um lori they like showed a clip of lori finding an advantage like, i think that was a red herring um because i want to talk about that because in the opening moments of the episode jeff's talking about all these advantages and he shows um yeah her reading the beware advantage but in my opinion i was like okay that probably means she didn't find it and is just reading it because why would they tell us that she found it in like the first episode? So like, weird. Why would they... If she did, I'll be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. That being said, I loved the advantages in this episode. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love the medallion. <laughs> Not the medallion. <laughs> the, the amulet. I love the <coughs> amulet. I like yes. the dynamic that happened um, in that first challenge and in those first moments. And I think it's going to be interesting strategy with the whole, like, the less there are, the more powerful it is. So you think you're forming an alliance when, really, if all three of these people that found an amulet at the start make it to merge, we're going to get a head-to-head-to-head -to -head -to -head battle because they're going to want each other out. Yes. Yes, I meant uh, Tori, not Lori. Yes. Tori. Um, still, still, still learning names. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. Um, Woman in the front. Okay, sorry. Yes. Yes. What um the amulet, that was the um the thing that high Lindsay and Yeah, Freya. so they, they they do their first challenge, Daniel dislocates a shoulder, whatever, everybody runs off to the side of the beach, they all so stop. That was so funny. That, that fall. <laughs> and his fall, don't let his fall overshadow um uh who who fell from the from the other It was tribe. Tori. 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 Her fall was also very funny. It was too. I don't know. I don't know if there was a root or something under the sand that caused them to fall because they all fell towards the end. Like right. uh, what? I don't know what that was, but hey. Right. Um, but yes, loved loved the the amulets. If that's what it's called, amulet of power. Did they give it like a full name, or is it just the amulet advantage? It, it was the am. I think it was amulet of something. Amulet of power, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yes, I did like that, that they thought it was one thing, and then later on they realized it was sort of something else. I thought it was, okay, this is something that is going to incentivize cross-tribal alliances. Because, like, if you think about it, like, if you watch 
all 41 seasons up until this point, has there ever really been a, a like a true cross tribal alliance? Like there's ones mm-hmm. that have formed, but they all like everyone. I mean, if you guys are watching this live, let me know in the in the uh, live chat. But like the only one I could think of that like was um, Taj, the one that Taj started in Token Chains with Brendan. That cross tribal alliance is what started the JT um, uh, Fishback Alliance, but that they were obviously on the same tribe. The person on the other tribe that was part of the alliance was Brendan. And when they merged, he was the merge boot. So anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, but there really hasn't ever been, like, in my opinion, a truly successful cross-tribal. I mean, look at um, Heroes and Villains when um, JT tried to get Russell to uh, vote the girls out, another failed attempt. So at first I was like, oh, this might be the first time a cross-tribal alliance actually pans out. But turns out to use the amulet to its full potential you have to essentially like betray people but what's cool is this is an advantage that we're really not going to see it play out till later on right like post yeah which of course when if so if one of these people gets voted out pre-merged then you know they'll know that okay now there's only two left so now it's uh steal a vote or whatever it is you know right and then um so yeah it's it it just depends i i don't know i think i think every single person that ended up at those paddles Drea, uh Lindsay, and high i think they're all probably strong contenders to make it to merge so it's exactly that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting because they all seem to be in good standings with their tribe and if they make it, I mean, literally back to back to back, clips were shown of them saying, "Okay, so I'm gonna have to take these people out now because I, right. I need it. I need an idol." Right. Yes, I feel like, I feel like that's uh, that's a good point. I was gonna mention that too because I feel like when things like this have shown up in the past, where um, it involves people from different tribes, and we kind of have to wait till merge to see how it plays out, like some of the summits from last season. A lot of the people um, in those groups are like, eh, is that person actually going to make it to merge, though? But this time, you're absolutely right. I feel like Drea, uh, Hi, and Lindsay are all people who I'm con- – like, I, if I had to guess, I would say yes, all three make it to merge. Not only make it to merge, but make it to merge in good uh, standings, in good positions. Yeah, so I- and I mean – yeah, and that's that's gonna be that that's gonna make things interesting because they're gonna want right. that idol. They're probably gonna front that. Hey, let's work together. We're the evil amulet, you know, trio. But nah, bro, that ain't gonna happen. Yes. Um. Uh, Adrienne also said, uh, "I lo- enjoy how balanced the edit was." That was another point I was going to make. Every player. Um. Did, I was actually going to mention this too. Yes, every player got at least two confessionals, which has never happened in Survivor history. That's good. That's good that they're balancing things out. I mean, maybe Survivor Productions listening to us after, you know, um, season 41 because it wasn't a so balanced edit, especially right. with the winner. And I wanted to bring up a point, Adam. <laughs> yes. Dude. Omar talked about being an animal in the beginning. So right. are we going to have an Erica situation? He said he was a pigeon, but he's actually going to be an owl. 
And right? Erica said she's going to be a lamb, but actually a lion. Mm. Yeah. If Omar yeah. wins, I called it. Remember this. Omer. Omer. Yes. Um, speaking of Omer, I, 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 someone made this note that it was like since Kageyo, I think since Kageyon, every season since Kageyo, including Kageyon, every season since, you know how like when they're doing their like first scene before they have the first challenge, they'll do like five or six um, confessionals. Like I'm here, I'm really here, I'm doing it. In every season since Kageyon, one of those people ended up winning the show. Including 41, because Erica did have a confessional when they were on the boats. So the six people that had confessionals, I wrote it down. Jonathan. Jonathan yes. Who He's I don't winning. I'm not Omer. Omer. Drea. Lydia. Uh Lindsay. Uh I believe my Mar uh what Mariah. Mariah. Um, and then Mike. So, uh, so quite a bit to choose from. But I gotta say, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I I'd be surprised if, in, in my opinion, Lydia and Omer and Daniel. Um, so yes, I'm 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 um, I'm thinking if 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 history repeats itself, I I would be if you guys are betting if you're doing like prop bets and stuff, I would be high based on that on Drea or Drea. Um, Lindsay and Mike, just saying. Just saying. Um, should we uh, should we throw the, our, our fantasy teams out there now? I've been I've been trying to avoid showing it, but I guess I have to eventually. Yeah, I guess we can get that out of the way. Show our our fantasy team standing after week one. I did not have a good. I also included yeah, the if points. You guys, if you guys don't remember last season, I got. The floor wiped with me in fantasy. Uh, did not have the winner. Wasn't even close. Most of my team was out by the merge. <laughs> Chantel and uh, Deshaun carried me. Yes. Yeah. But um, things are looking better for me now. Absolutely. And just to recap, the point system that we're doing last year, all we did was whoever has the winner wins. This season, we're each starting with 126 points. Uh, when someone from your team gets eliminated, you take what place that person comes in. So let's say they come in 17th place. You, you would subtract 17 from your total score. So I had the person who came in 18th and 17th being Jackson and Zach. So I subtracted 18 from my total score, and then I subtracted 17 from my total score. So right now, I think I have like 96 points. I took a big hit for sure. Okay, here we go. Ah, oh, Chrome has lost permission to capture your screen. Still haven't gotten that fixed. Um, let me uh, give me a sec to figure out how to pull that up in a different way. But um, I had Jackson, I had Zach, and and I see last time when we were picking teams, the 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 intent was just to get the winner. So you can tell by who we picked, it was people we thought were most likely to win. But since now the place they finish is the main factor, um, that means that we 
we're also factoring in that. So, like, I thought Zach could get far. I don't think Zach could win, but I thought he could get far. So I had picked him um, somewhat early. He was, like, fourth or fifth pick. But um, do you remember who your first pick was, who are who the first round draft picks were? Yeah, um, I went for High and Chantel and Chanel. Yes, High and Chanel. Who are both looking pretty good, must I say. High <laughs> with an advantage. We didn't see a lot of Chanel, but, I mean, she looks to be in good standing, I think. I don't think she's at the bottom over there. It, we, we don't know a lot about Green Trap, I don't think. You know, we, we got to look into camp dynamics, but it all seemed to be in good harmony. Ooh, looky there, looky there. Your boy's doing good. <laughs> yes, so Gideon has 126. I have 91 points remaining. Uh, so if I get everyone wrong before merge, I would end up with exactly Dude, zero why points. Why do you have so much? Why do you have so much of the blue tribe, my guy? Do I? You have their entire tribe. Yeah, I guess. I guess R Romeo. So Rhea. if they if 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 they tank, you're done, dude. Nah. Not seeing it. Not seeing uh, it. I, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Hmm. Had a bad first episode, but I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. Right, but well. Um. Yeah, as far as uh, I know, like that we're, if we're going like as the episode goes on, like I guess this is sort of the part where, um, or you know, bef actually before Jackson, um, before that whole thing happened, one thing I noticed, um, and maybe you agree or disagree, but I felt like this cast more than forty one had had a good mix of like old school esque players and new school esque players. Like forty one felt very like very new school very yeah. like yeah. i honestly at the top of my head the only person who sort of reminds me of an old school-esque player is maybe brad Abraham. and maybe and maybe maybe danny but they're both huge super fans which you know when you think old school you don't think of super fan because you know super fan hadn't really been invented yet this season i could see someone saying that like uh, Rocks Roy, Rocks Roy, Mariah, Lindsay, Mike, even Drea. Sure. That could even Drea's Drea. a little old school because I mean that Blue Tribe is so hard on challenge performance and yeah. I mean, golly, breath of fresh air for me since season forty-one because while I don't think challenge performance should be everything, I mean, gosh, it should at least play a factor. Because when it right. doesn't play a factor, we get a tribe like Ua last season that just tanks. Right. Uh, Jonathan absolutely was the... Uh, I don't even know who you could consider the MVP of the episode. I would say probably Jonathan if I had to pick someone because it seems like the he's MVP. in... A... We'll talk about that at the end. Yeah, we'll talk about the end. But Jonathan, uh, I brought him up because he's another person I feel like feels more old school but anytime there's a challenge beast they i mean kind he of fits the stereotype of the you know muscly guy who carries one block while most people have to carry two you know which is exactly what he did but um 
I mean, I like him. I think he's I think he's definitely set to emerge, um, especially if his since his tribe already is down a person. Yes. Um, down. I mean, he's the only big guy left now. Now that Jackson's gone, you know. So right. Sam Higdon says that Drea reminds him of Natalie from David versus Goliath. Um, I guess I could, I guess I could sort of see that. Uh, Peridium was telling me that he thinks that Tori reminds him of uh, Angelina from um, from uh, same thing from David, right? David versus Goliath. Tori, Tori reminds him. I don't know. Maybe because uh, nah, I no, nah, I don't see it. You disagree. I disagree. I mean, she lied about her profession, which was that really necessary? I mean, do you think lying? Do you think lying about being a therapist is really necessary? I don't think so. But <laughs> see, I agree with uh, I, I agree more with Adrienne than I do with Sam. Drea reminded me of Shan, um, even though Shan I think is having a better start. Uh, Shan, if you remember, I think a lot of people they're they're their like memory of Shan is only post-merge. A lot of people forget just how dominant she was doing pre-merge. She was very calm. She had her like, what do you call it? Her seeds and like every part of the game. Everyone liked her. Everyone wanted to work with her. She had a theme song. But post-merge Chantel is reminding me a lot of what we saw from Dre. A little bit hot-headed, a little bit... Um, you know, wanting to have wanting to have it my way or the highway. Although, to be fair, Drea did propose something to Romeo, and he did talk her out of it. I feel like Chantel would have been would have been dead set on that thing. So yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think Drea is quite as stubborn as Ch Chantel was. Um, but yes. if I was gonna have to say somebody who just is absolutely dominating the edit first episode, you know. I think it would be Marianne. That'd be um, Marianne. Definitely. Um, she is America's sweetheart right now, and I hope that continues. I hope she doesn't go home anytime soon because, I mean, she's she was my favorite part of the episode by far. She's, I mean, that smile is infectious, bro. <laughs> and great. she's on she's on my team, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, hey, I'll, I'll root for your team if, if Marianne's carrying you for sure. Well, that was surprising because you didn't say the best things about her in our cast assessment. I didn't. Shoot, bro. I mean, what was I supposed to know? It's a preseason <laughs> cast assessment, but I mean, come on. It's preseason. So great. the best part, obviously, of the premiere episode was that we had a Harry Potter reference. Any guess how long it took into the episode to get it? Five minutes. I wish. I wish. No, 22 minutes. I think in 13 seconds. It was, it was something three seconds. Um, what was the Harry Potter reference? Well, it was uh, Tori when she said, uh, asked Zach if he had ever had uh, butterbeer. Oh, golly. I must have been falling asleep during that 10-second bout. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Did you... Just out of curiosity, getting did you rewatch the episode or did you get enough from Wendell's party? 
I rewatched. I rewatched the episode because okay. yeah, being I couldn't hear the TV, so I ha- I rewatched. No subtitles this time. Either. Um, I feel like you were watching more than I was. Because um, I was still trying to see what happened during that, even though it was at a party. I was still like, uh, I still, I, it's Survivor, man. I feel like it's a right. sin if I don't watch it. Like, See, I gave up. I, I, I From the get-go, I was like, um, just, what, you know, when everyone cheers, cheer with them. And then, like, when you nudged me when the Jackson thing was happening and then for Zach's vote out, I was paying attention. But other than that, I was uh, – but I was also um, taking some pictures for Wendell as we, well. We hardcore watched the season 41 finale at, at the party. Like, for sure. We actually watched it. Like, whole thing, didn't need to rewatch it for sure. I did. But. I did rewatch it, but didn't need to. I did just because – it was. I didn't. I didn't rewatch. I, oh. I. I got everything. Fall out of your chair. Oh. No, I like. I put my. I put my foot on the like descend button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I shrunk. Um. Okay, Roxroy. Speaking of, uh, we mentioned his name a second ago. Clutch. Has he? Well, yes, but as far as strap. Excuse me. As far as strategy, has he never seen an episode of the show? I mean, <laughs> come on, Roxroy, my guy. Yeah. How do you not know by now that if you are aggressive and assertive, every season there's gonna be that one guy who thinks he's the dad of the tribe, and then ugh. they end up kicking off. I mean, they already want Roxroy gone. He's not in good standing with his tribe. But I'm surprised he made, he made it past that well, episode. Really? Because I mean, I really did think it was between Tori and Zach, but I mean, just because, just or just like because of Lindsay. his, yeah, just no, you were right, Tori. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, just because of how uh, uh, he was getting on people's nerves. Um, I think that blue tribe is going to be like Yase. In the sense I think, that, dude, I don't. Uh, they just aren't very strong, aren't they? Like they don't have a puzzle maker. They don't really have brawn. Like, well, not only that, I feel like all the schemers are on that. And they, yeah, and they have zero chemistry. Uh-huh. I mean, let me tell you how it's gonna go, bro. They're gonna lose every time, and Romeo's gonna be the last person standing. All right, that's how it's gonna go because Romeo's. I think Romeo's probably in best standing with everyone on the tribe. And then Drea probably just slightly under. Right. Well, um, the reason I brought up Yase was, you know, they did find some success in challenges like right before the merge. But once the merge happened, they all broke apart. Um, Liana immediately went over to Chantel. Xander immediately became a total lone wolf. We know he like aligned with um, uh, Ricard later on, even though the edit didn't really show too much of that. Um, that's why I brought up the the Yase comparisons, but also like the closest between the five remaining to me of that group is probably Romeo and Roxroy, and I feel like Romeo's too smart to realize that Roxroy is not a good ally to have. 
unless it's a Boston Rob Phillips Shepard type thing where he takes him all the way to the end simply because he knows he'll do what he wants. And um, if he gets to the end, no one's going to vote for him, except obviously Philip did get the one vote from our boy Ralph. Shout out. Shout out to Ralph. Shout out out Ralph. (laughs) But um, what percent chance would you give Rock Troy winning? I would give him a 0.5% chance of winning the game. I just don't see it happening. Uh, The only way it happens is if... You know what? It's not going to happen. Actually, I'll make it zero. I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. I'm sorry. But, like, you can... I guess he could turn things around. Maybe. But... It would be a comeback of epic proportions. If he stays on this trajectory then things are not looking good for him at all. Chanel was your winner pick. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm happy with it still. I'm still happy with that pick. Is it like if you could change your winner pick now that we're, you know, nope, too... I wouldn't change it. It's too early to change it. I'm not changing it yet. Okay. My. Uh, I'll tell you when I do change it, but I'm not changing it. My winner pick was Romeo. I'm, I'm going to stick with that yeah, as well. I would feel good about that too. Yeah, Romeo had a really good first episode... Make but not too much. Not too much exposure. It wasn't like he dominated the episode like Marianne. No, he but was... he's very, very smart. I mean, made good connections over on that terrible Ica tribe. But hey, right, it's cool. So speaking of people where I'm like, have you not watched any episodes? As much as I loved watching Marianne. And of course, man, her reaction to Jackson getting eliminated was, uh, it was bigger like than his. It was mother losing her child. I know. Um, and I get that part of it too is like, oh, she's also losing a tribe's mate and like a strong one. You know, Jackson was probably one of the better ones in the tribe of challenges and like working around camp. Um, so that was part of it too, for sure. Um, but I think she just loves the game so much. Um, I think she is the fan favorite easily. The only, the only person who I think maybe you could say has it been like fan favorite material so far was was high um what about lydia chlamydia uh, i think a lot of people like her because of her social media presence and like off show stuff but as far as on the show well from what we saw i love that moment where high smeared the blood all over and he went so funny and and she was lydia was like oh my god are you bleeding You're bleeding like so much, dude. Are you okay? Yeah, you're bleeding so much. And by the way, did that blood not wash off in the water? And it's like, where are the cuts? They're not there. I don't know. How are you going to explain that? I don't know. I guess it wasn't too much of a big deal. We didn't see that in the edit, but. Um, As much as I loved watching Marianne for this episode, and Marianne for watching this, I loved watching you. But why did she go on that summit? She literally said in... If you look at the, the history of the show, when someone goes off from the tribe, they are targeted because people are like, oh, what did you find? What did you see? What advantages did you get? Did you meet up with other you know, people? Did you form cross-tribe alliances? And also, like, they have someone that they can um, talk smack about or talk about voting off because she's not there. She all this went through her head and she said it and then she was like, ah, but I'll go anyway. So we'll see. Maybe it pans out. I I just I was shocked that she, you know, 
made the argument for why she shouldn't go and then ended up going. Um, I don't know. Maybe she got a good vibe at camp. Like, maybe everybody collectively agreed that she was the person that they could trust. I don't know. I would have fought to not go, but yeah, she did get an advantage out of it, Adam. Uh, right, but JD also got an advantage out of going. And so did Xander. And uh, he got fame, but didn't get the didn't get the dough. But he did not not get the dough because of uh, the summit. So I'll defend well, Marianne on this one. I don't think it was terrible. I think me, if I was on the island, I wouldn't have done it. But um, you know, and for the other two tribes, they played hand, rock, paper, scissors, and drew strip sticks. So like that wasn't really their choice, but. For Marianne, I would have fought tooth and nail not to go. Right. Right. Um, Speaking of Xander, man, just to to talk about the party again for one more second. uh, He really did get swarmed, guys. He was, he was, uh, I want to say he was the life of the party. Because life of the party makes, I think, gives you the impression that he was like the most vocal, the most, he was the energy of the party. But as far as the guy who, 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 brought the biggest crowd around him geez i mean more people than wendell for sure well he texted me and he was like hey bro I'll let you know next time i'm in new york and i'll be like all right i'll, I'll be with you in the trail of in the trail of women following us that's great <laughs> uh i felt bad i didn't get to meet andrea she showed up uh, were you there when she came Nope. I shoot, man. It was a school night. It was Wednesday night, school night. I ain't staying out till midnight. I live uptown. You know, <laughs> I yeah. Go downtown. She showed up. Uh, I couldn't remember. She she did show up, but left very soon because people were still, um, people were still trying to swarm Sander. Every they went to the VIP section, and no offense, Wendell, but man, you if you're, Wendell, if you're watching this, man, you got to get some security. For that VIP section and man. Oh, Wendell was handing out VIP passes <laughs> to random people. I literally sat and watched Wendell grab twenty VIP passes out of his <laughs> backpack and give them to random people. And he said, "Shh." Right. <laughs> it, it got to the point where so many people were losing their passes too, and you didn't know. Who, and eventually, they were just like, "You know what? There is no VIP section. It's just all one big club." <laughs> I know. Then, then, then there was more people in the VIP section than there was on the floor. So you're like, okay, right. I'm going back. And then, like after you left, finally the VIP section died out, and Xander. And that's when Andrea came, and Eliza was leaving, and she said, "Oh, you guys should go to the VIP section. It's quieter there." Until Xander goes. Once Xander goes somewhere, it's no longer quiet. Then it becomes the most popular place. Um, but uh, shout out to him, man, because he showed up at seven and left around eleven, and or seven and left, yeah, seven and left around eleven. And for four hours straight, he did not go to the bathroom. He did not take his jacket off. <laughs> I know he, he had he, a winter jacket on the whole time. He's like, like a peacoat. <laughs> Are you good? And he talked to every fan. He answered every question. At one point, um. Dalton Ross walked up and like tried to rescue him. I tried to rescue him. He just was like, I'm good. I'm good. I was like, do you want a water? He's like, yeah, I'll take a water. That was, that was the most I could do. But um, yeah. And then, I, yeah. 
Xander is like the nicest person ever. I uh, mean, he does he deserves the world. Yeah, super nice person. Um, there's a reason why he was the fan favorite of last season. But yes, hundred percent. Xander was rock. All right, let's move on. All right. <laughs> we try. We almost started a Xander as Rob Shant. I feel like we got one or two people, and then we just we just killed it. But um, last yeah. part of the episode, Zach gets eliminated. Why? Why do you think that is? Uh, challenge performance. It all came down to the challenge, and you know, and that challenge seemed like a really tough challenge. Um. Uh, but golly, dude, Jonathan carried them in the physical part of the challenge, the Orange Tribe, and for the Green Tribe, they all had great chemistry and were pushing that thing along, and then, I mean, can we just talk about Jenny just absolutely killing it and the puzzle? I mean, it seemed like she was the only person doing it. Who else was doing it? I don't remember, because Jenny just absolutely took over and dominated that puzzle. And then for Orange... Yeah, I didn't... No, 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 Swati lost it. Um, Oh, I thought that's what you meant, yeah. No, no, no. So, yeah, Swati lost it. And Dan- I mean, they all fell apart. They were putting pieces in the wrong place. It wasn't even the same color. I don't know if they could tell, but I could tell. Like, they were putting pieces that weren't even the same color together. Then Omar was absolutely ta- – Omar was absolutely taken over for Orange. And the- I mean, they're, they're – j- by the way, Orange is just set. Just physically, you know, strategically, like, in the puzzle-wise. I mean, they are a strong tribe. Despite losing a member, they're- they are strong. Right. So I, I mean, I don't know. I don't Could know. Could be the only member them. they lose. I yeah, I know. Je- they, they the the only member they lost might be a uh, forced exit. Um. So yeah. yeah, they might be the new uh, Luvu. Uh, Luvu, but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think we see Blue probably go back. I think we probably see them go back, but um, yeah, Zach it kind of fell apart and then also just some challenge issues and then it just seemed like things were awkward in his interactions together i mean i hate that because he seems like a really nice kid and i've watched some of his tiktoks about what he did in order to get casted which it was freaking insane he made like an excel spreadsheet on every single person that's made an audition video crazy stuff but yeah just I don't know. It was a combination of challenge, camp, and social downfall. It just nothing. Nothing was going good for Zach, besides him using the shot in the dark, which we'll talk about. But yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Oh, okay. I think it was a good move. He had to. He knew yes. he was going home, so might as well. So at least he was aware. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that was the first time we saw the shot in the dark used like it was actually supposed to no offense sydney but if you didn't play your shot in the dark you wouldn't be there you wouldn't you wouldn't have gotten voted out you know right if zach had been on a tribe with uh with um jonathan i could see him being third place you know what i mean it's the fact that he was on the weakest tribes the like the weakest physical member on the weakest tribe so kind of put in a bad situation um not his fault but because i feel like if he's on a tribe like like look at ryan ulrich you know someone who we compared him to and i feel like now seeing the first episode that comparison was accurate ryan um had the benefit of being on like a you know fairly decently strong tribe and he was able to use the skills he did have to get him to uh third place you know definitely was far from being a winner but I think yeah. um, 
I I, I, I do think Super Zach fans don't do well. I, I do think Zach is more skilled at the game than his than the place he came in would lead you to believe. I I I agree with that statement. However, it just seems to be a trend that the super fan gets way too excited, comes to the game, doesn't know what to do like socially, and then gets voted out. It's unfortunate because I mean, golly, I, I'm worried I would probably do the same thing too because I'm I'm also a super fan. <laughs> but yeah, it was just it wasn't a good good showing for the first what was it three days? Right, right. Just didn't seem um, like anything was going his way. Tori almost did herself in, but no. Um, if if I I descended myself again, if I could give an MVP, like I said earlier, I'd probably give it to Jonathan. I mean, to just do just straight up carry this team because it wasn't like they dominated. You know what I mean? Like they were close. Um, but he he was the extra push that won them both challenges. Uh. So yeah, I'd say, and, and but it doesn't seem like other challenge beasts where it's like, oh, he's clearly on the outs. From what the edit showed us in episode one, it seems like he is, um, you know, he's 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 with the numbers on his tribe. So I'm gonna say Jonathan for MVP, episode one. Well, there's really no other option for MVP other than Drea, because two advantages in one episode she's gotten. Um, also in a pretty good social standing with her tribe um, despite her tribe sucking in challenges I think as far as an individual game goes she's pretty set so I would say her because she's already stacked with two advantages she has an extra vote she can use right now and then she has an amulet she can use with other amulets right okay cool um well, guys, if you missed it, it's not too late. We did a kickoff show that was an hour before the season started. And even though the season has started, you can watch this whenever you want. It's 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 it's, it's really not like a one-day thing. Uh, we gathered all of your favorite Survivor YouTubers to do a roundtable. We had Peridium. We had Phil and Alexa, the Survivor Specialists. We had Idled Out, Snuffed, Coach True from Reality Hot Takes. Uh, and we did a roundtable. Uh, we spent half the hour recapping season 41 and the other half of the hour um, previewing and making our winner picks for 42. So even though 42 has now begun, you can watch it whenever it's it's here on the channel. Um, also, as the season goes on, please uh, subscribe so you can join us for these discussions. Uh, check out our TikTok. Link is in the description. Check out our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram uh, but especially check out our Discord so you can talk, you can learn about video notifications. Um, it's just, it's probably like what, two, three hundred people in there. And all we do is just uh, talk about Survivor all season long, who our winter picks are. We talk during the episodes, before and after. So it's just a bunch of super fans uh, talking about the game we love so much. But um, hey, whether this is your first time watching us, or you've been with us since day one, or you just joined us recently, whatever it is. Thanks for checking out the episode. We'll be back next week for the week two recap. Yep. We'll be here to cover the Tory vote out. And uh, <laughs> yeah, be good. All right, guys. Sayonara. <laughs>